0: Hi and welcome to episode 300 of No Crying in Baseball, the We Don't Look a Day Over 299 episode. My name's Patty and I'm here with my friend Potty Mouth. Hi Potty Mouth and hey, hey, hey there,
1: speak for yourself. I like this this gray hair, I think I'm getting up to 300. Um, but our, our big news is that we have friends with us, although we can't see them. We have, are, are they sort of, what do you call them, imaginary friends, invisible friends? Yeah, invisible friends. So, sure. um, this is a special message to everybody out there. What we did for our 300th episode is we invited some of our Patreon buddies to join us in the peanut gallery. I think Squadcast has a better better word for it than peanut gallery, but um, we have Chris and Brian and Anna here with us, and they're in the chat room, and so they're going to be feeding us a little bit of material that we're going to read out here and there during the show. And there's, there's room for three in the peanut gallery and we got three patrons in here, so that's super good news. And I'm thinking that if this works out well, which so far so good, um, we could do this, we could repeat this in the future. And I don't think we have to wait 100 episodes to do it. So if you think, but, hmm?
0: but wait. But by, by well, do you mean it didn't take us 20
1: minutes Wait, to get the technology working? nobody else working? saw that. And I know that Chris, Brian, and Anna were oh! not going to squeal on us until just now. All, but, right, all right. All right. That's fine. But that's, that's part fine. of the magic. It's part of the fun. So if you want to join in on fun like that, <laughs> listen up at the end of the show, and we will tell you how to find us on Patreon. And really, we are like a cheap date, just like a buck a month. You know, you can't even get coffee for that. And you get access to stuff like this. And it is totally trustworthy here. Priceless, frankly. Oh, I get to open my (laughs) beer now. Do you have a beer? What are you drinking? I have a beer. What are you drinking? I forget. So I'm going to look at this. I haven't opened it yet. So it's from Wicked Weed Brewing, which I haven't had in a very long time. And it's called Dr. Dank. It's a Daily Haze. It's an acquired beer. I didn't choose it. It just appeared in our cooler. So, um... Is it an acquired taste I, I also? I you know, so I'm going to open it. Here's, okay. And I'm going to try right. really hard that, to not spill this on the keyboard or in the microphone.
0: I have scent of a lesser stag from Baby Cat, which is a raspberry wheat. And as I started, I realized I'd prefer if it were a raspberry uh, sour. I'm not a big fan of a wheat, so it's fine. It's nice. It was also mm-hmm. an acquired beer. So there we go. Um, yeah uh but it's it's pretty darn good but the important thing is i've got my elderly richmond shirt on i've got my my camden yards koozie and you know when i need to hydrate i've got my 30 years of camden yards water you know my, my little straw situation so watch out folks right, buckle up i see up. A, i see I'm gonna get back on here. this whole <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i've maybe. just got my wicked pizza
1: drink cooler from massachusetts that keeps sodas and beers wicked cold it says that i swear to god on here And then my backup beer, which you might find out what it is later, as will I, is in my Red Sox koozie.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's where I make Potty Mouth mad, but I don't (laughs) care. Um, So in honor, excuse me, pardon me, hem hem, in honor of our 300th episode, Manny Machado, Potty Mouth's favorite player, hit his 300th home run Saturday to the upper deck at the bank. So thanks, Manny, for always thinking about us. 300, 300. Um, Also, on a related Orioles note, 'cause I can't stop talking about them now, is that um, Anthony Santander, who I think potty mouth was one of your Orioles boyfriends at one point, just hit his 100th homer. And the hilarious thing is the, the video of it shows it landing in like the walkway coming out of the bullpens. And there was a cop standing there and it hit the ground and bounced up and the the cop had to like you know wave his hands around to keep her from hitting himself in the face <laughs> so he didn't look all that classy he looked a little scared but a lot of people around the world and by that i mean in the twitterverse were quite delighted by that whole situation so a couple of milestone homers excellent from so i just
1: i just did some quick fact checking and yes indeed i did ch- i did choose anthony santander <laughs> and oh no you did that would be in the Patty column. You chose Anthony Santander in oh, 2020. Oh, that! That
0: makes a lot of sense because I really like <laughs> you. Him. Go.
1: Perfect. The other thing that I'm going to have to enact. We do have rules on this on this podcast, and we have the if you say Kike, I say Manny rule. But I, I think there's the the mm-hmm. opposite of that.
0: There's not because you've yeah. said Kike a hundred thousand times more than I've said Manny, so all I'm right. still making up for it. So you just go right oh, ahead. Well, and can move I just on. say I'm
1: worried Wait. about Kike? He's been sucking lately, and he's in danger. So that's all. That's well, all. you did okay. That's and you're all. the editor so i guess that's gonna make it into the show that's yeah. fine that's fine all right that's fine we can we can keep going i was going to talk about my, my um, bad luck with the t-bolts that i went to opening night and they got crushed and then i went to the game where you sounded lovely announcing by the way you did it every you are so Thank popular everybody you. says you do a great job um but then Thank they you. also sucked that night so mr potty mouth was trying to convince me that it's not my fault but i'm feeling a little responsible It's
0: kind of, it kind of is, it kind of is, but that's okay. So yeah, this is the week that we find out if they they have a, a playoff spot right now. So if this week goes okay, they will hang on to that. If needed, there will be a makeup game on Friday if it would make a difference to who makes the playoffs. So there may or may not be another game that I can call. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Hey, on today's show, we've got boyfriends, including introspection, shady plays, sweet smells, and brotherly power. We've got vegan ballpark (laughs) treats we the home run derby and red carpet treats we've got girls and women in national and international play and we've got some quick hits on the draft and mlb's international schedule
1: all right, boyfriends, baseball boyfriends These are the guys that we picked in the offseason because there's something super cool about them. And if you want to find out more, go back to our offseason episodes. And I have a theme this week, which is out with the old in with the new or out with the new and in with the old. I've got a bunch of boyfriends swapping around. So we pick new guys every year. Right. Just for, you know, entertainment purposes and i picked oswald peraza this year for the yankees and i did it and it was actually like a, a researched well thought out risky gamble that i lost because there were three guys who were vying basically for the infield shortstop position um for the for the yankees and can, can you can you one second can you did you say it was a risky or a risky decision <laughs> it, it probably both <laughs> that's yes Yes, we can just say yes to that. Yeah, Brian votes for whiskey. Uh, So Oswald Peraza um, did come up earlier this year and I missed it. So I'm not paying enough attention to my new boyfriends. But he was just brought up again yesterday because the guy that I picked for a Blue Jays boyfriend in 2018, Josh Donaldson, was sent back down. Now Josh Donaldson has not had a great year with the Yankees. You know, some people like like remember Joey Gallo just had been doing great sucked with the Yankees and then went and did well again. So for some people maybe it's not the right environment and uh, Donaldson has not been doing well o- overall. Then again, Donaldson's I think he, he's
0: He's too much of a bad boy, I think, to really um, right. To, to right. Well, and it there. could be
1: the um, what do you the Samson effect too? Like he has to have the short hair. He did have a little bit of longer hair before, so he is now on the IL due to a calf strain. And I did check like a lot of comments on Twitter from Yankees fans who are not impressed by hitting the IL with a with a with a calf <laughs> calf strain. Our friend Brian is noticing here that he's washed up. So he is 37 years old. That is kind of up there and uh you know maybe he is on his on his way out his um i I think it's funny though so he at this point he's batting 142 for the season with 15 hits of those 15 hits though 10 were home runs so i kind of feel like so his nickname is the bringer of rain and i feel like he's sort of mimicking a dc area weather forecast which is like it's it's coming it's coming it's coming and then Boom, it, like you you don't know when it's gonna happen, but it downpours on you and then it goes away. So that's kinda like the bringer of rain he belongs in DC, apparently. So Praza has a shot. Um, he is versatile, he can play third, second, and shortstop. And when he was up earlier this year at the end of April, he actually ended up on the IL because he rolled his ankle and then after that he was optioned. So he came in last night as a pinch hitter in the ninth inning promptly stole second base so pretty gutsy you know show up still second and then he got uh, nabbed at third trying to steal again but he was one for one when he finally got to bat with a key RBI in the top of the 11th which is a go ahead for the Yankees but the part that I'm most happy about is the Yankees lost in the bottom of that inning (laughs) so I feel a little mixed because you know my fantasy league needs some help but Am I going to put in a Yankee and root for him? I, You know, and, and I took Rob Snyder out, who's my, my Red Sox pick for this year. So I kind of I've always felt like if I'm going to have a Yankee in my lineup, I need a Red Sox just because you know, balance in the universe and stuff. But I don't know. I'm feeling kind of weird about it. Um, Anna's wondering about Donaldson to the Nats for some prospects. I think that would be another poor decision by the Nationals, but I wouldn't you know put it past them. <laughs>
0: But they don't have any veterans anymore, so That's I mean true. I think maybe they need to get somebody and wouldn't he be the, the you know the role model you want in the clubhouse.
1: And he could grow just hair out again.
0: Yeah.
1: So uh, so that was an example of out with my old boyfriend in with a new boyfriend. Um, I'm sad to say that Rolfo Castro, one of my picks for this year with the Pirates, has just been sent down to Triple A and I last talked about him again. I'm not paying close enough attention because he was doing really well at the beginning of the season, and I think that was when I kind of, you know reported on him in in April when he had a 286 average and he an 852 OPS and then in May he struggled a little bit down to 231 average and then the the article that I read said he fell apart completely in June and July 172 average in June with a 441 OPS and these this little bit of July that he got to uh, he got to play in he's batting a hundred with a 350 OPS so uh, McCutcheon Andrew McCutcheon is back from the IL and so that was the swap there so McCutcheon I had picked when he was briefly on the Phillies in in 21 and hopefully he will be healthy and the Pirates need him I mean McCutcheon is Pirates right so I'm hoping that he stays up I'm hoping that Castro can get his shit together a little bit and I missed Connor Joe being traded to the Pirates this year and he was my Rockies boyfriend in I didn't write that down the year but he, he was my Rockies boyfriend at one point, so I was sleeping on that. And he's an infield-outfield guy, but he was – I mean, I didn't think of him as infield because he was outfield when I had him with the Rockies, but he's played third base, so maybe he'll be okay. Maybe they can get him into second base to take where Castro was, was playing mostly. Both of our um, – well, your current boyfriend, right, O'Neill Cruz, and my former yeah. Pirates pick, Brian Hayes, are both on the IHL, and they're both important bats For the pirates so pirates have a a lot of healing to do
0: i just thought of this if O'Neill cruz i mean he's on the the 60 day il if he's out for the whole season do i get to like just invite him back next year even though he's not a forever boyfriend just because he you know probably not i know stupid rules but just like i get to
1: edit you get to make the rules on the fantasy league so you are the commissioner so Ah, i think ah, we gotta talk about balance in the universe we gotta we gotta keep it that way
0: yeah i suppose how's that beer so the, the, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I I want it to be yeah. sour, but not wheat. But okay, it's 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 it is exactly what it was advertised as. Truth there and you go. And the can is really adorable. It references stag, so I don't know why. Hey, so Chaz McCormick um has a little balance, but not in a good way. He's balancing the good with the mm, questionable. So Chaz McCormick is my Houston boyfriend this year. Really like him, really like him. So he was kind of in a battle for center field with Jake Myers and um, his bat really woke up. And so he's kind of won that. So he's kind of, he's gonna, he's sort of locked into center field now, which is great. I always look at the last seven days of stats for the guys on my fantasy team to figure out who's a highlight I want to talk about. Chas McCormick for the last seven days has a ridiculous OPS of 2.188. How is that possible? I don't know, weird math. But anyway, like Saturday, he went three for three over the over um, the Angels, including a two-run home run. He scored four runs. His his average for July is 355. Here's where we have balance. Apparently, Thursday versus Seattle, in Seattle, Seattle has no love lost between that them and Houston. Mm-mm, not happening. He in the ninth inning, he hit like I think like it went past short, but he got thrown out at first and as he was getting to first, he took a swipe at Ty France as if to knock the ball out of his (laughs) hands. Now I've seen the replay and it sure as heck looks intentional. France said he thought it was an accident, but he got an apology text from Chas McCormick, which was a good thing to do because that's A, illegal and B Mm -hmm. dangerous. You could have hurt somebody all of these like news reports say oh you know that mccormick is claiming you know that he wasn't fault yes i did a bad thing it doesn't say what the apology was you know it could have been oops i'm sorry that you know i I could have hurt you or whatever but it was an accident so I don't know if he's really saying, "Yeah, I did it on purpose," but boy, it sure looks like he did it on purpose. So I'm a, I'm a little itchy about Chaz McCormick. But it set off the Mariners fans mm-hmm. who already are still, you know, stuck in Houston right. or cheaters, which you know, welcome. I'm, I'm there too. Um, but they add so it's like, oh, see, look at that, they're going bad all over again in a whole new way. So there's that. So Chaz, thank you for the bat. Um, kind of, can you, can you chill out a little bit on the? You know, the question. Right, plays. it's like it's, you got to be you the much.
1: example for the youth too, right? You know, you want to play like the yep, the, the little youths. league kids should be playing or aspire to play.
0: That's right. That's right. And um, here's one for the little league kids. <laughs> Not at all. Okay, so Bobby, Bobby Witt, Bobby Witt, uh, former boyfriend with Kansas City. I love Bobby Witt Junior. So they had a rain delay. Oh no, Anna! I'm sorry. So Chaz went after Anna's boyfriend, Ty. So uh, yeah, Didn't apologize, Ty. There. Yeah, on behalf, on behalf. So the the Royals had a rain delay, but for about an hour, they had a, a, a doubleheader. So the first first game in the doubleheader, they had an hour long rain delay versus the Rays. So Witt is hanging out in the in the clubhouse, and he remembers that last year he he hit a home run after using his Tommy Bahama cologne, and in case you have that available to you, you want the one in the blue bottle. So he remembering that, and because you know baseball is nothing if not superstitious, he went ahead and you know sprayed some on. Homered as soon as he got back out there. He homered. So his so on Sunday he told the rest of his team, "Isn't this hilarious? I did this and I homered because it happened, you know, once last year." So his teammate Drew Waters went ahead and gave a little spray from the blue bottle. Remember, it's the blue bottle is the one that works. In the fifth inning, Drew Waters hit the longest home run of his career, 465 feet into the fountains at Kauffman. It tied with Horace Soler for the third longest home run ever in Kansas City history. In the next inning, Witt hit his 16th home run, which leads the Royals for the number of home runs. And, and Waters went up to him and said, I was like, hey, I just realized, smell my shirt. <laughs> so there you go. But also, also, they both tripled in the second inning prior to these home runs so they became the first royals teammates to both triple and homer in the same game i'm especially happy about this because they beat the rays and that oh, helped because the os i'm going to knock on all the wood things i can yeah. are currently we're recording on monday they are currently on an 8 game game winning streak which has them one game out of first behind the rays so thank you for to the tommy bahama blue bottle good luck cologne for helping the o's do that piece should we should we bring some to the
1: t-bolts maybe that would be a lovely gift
0: maybe it would maybe it would so hey josh naylor was my 2020 boyfriend when he was with the padres Um, he's now with the guardians and his brother beau is also with the guardians as a rookie catcher on friday versus texas Bo hit the second home run of his career, two-run homer at the top of the third. A couple batters later, still in the third, big brother Josh hits a two-run home run. So they became the first brothers to homer in the same inning since 2013. And the the, uh, social media for the Guardian said, hey, Naylor's four, Texas zero. Unfortunately, the game (laughs) ended with Texas 12 cleveland four so you know the oh. nailers were the only thing they had coming but interestingly it's the third time in mlb history that brothers homeward in the same inning that's so crazy. in 2013 justin and bj upton homered in the same inning twice in the same like a couple of weeks apart for atlanta and then prior to that billy and cal ripkin also did it two times but they did it a few Aww. years apart so there are there's a, there's a precedent for this so out of nine four of them are like you know doubles which is kind of double like pairs of, of hitting in the in the same inning but that that was pretty cool i was excited
1: about that that is awesome and you get you get first pick on on bo
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. So Anna's just did a little research. Anna, you want to be our intern because she just learned that that damn blue bottle is eighty four dollars a bottle. So maybe. um, So I don't know if it'll help you with your softball game, but maybe if you play with the Royals,
1: I don't know if you play
0: (laughs) softball with the Royals, it could be. And then it could have maybe Bobby Witt will buy you one.
1: I'm I'm just encouraging them to when they put on the cologne to do it out of doors like my students like to put on cologne sometimes at the end of class and it drives me nuts because then they leave and the cologne stays so as long as it's not being done in the clubhouse or in any enclosed area go for the cologne. All right, we're learning that many of our, our listeners are very health conscious. So it seems like we have several people who are exercising while listening to us, which I feel like maybe we should talk faster to like, you know, in, in, um, encourage people running on that treadmill or lifting weights is what we've heard. But if you're looking for some, some healthy yet delicious um, concessions when you go to the ballpark, Oatly, which is absolutely my favorite non-dairy frozen frozen fun, soft serve ice cream is available now. Unfortunately, at Yankee Stadium, I'm not going there, but at Wrigley Field, which sounds fun, and at Globe Life in Texas. Plus, lots of minor league parks also have Oatly ice cream sandwiches. So interesting that... All the minor league parks have some connection to Oatly. And all I, I saw, and it's very vague, that it's branding and media touch points across all 120 minor league stadiums. About 50, you can actually buy the products. So the other ones, I guess, are just teasing you, like this is what you could get if you go to a different stadium. It's believed to be the first ever national plant-based milk and plant-based non-dairy dessert partnership with a sports league in the United States. And those of us who are like I'm vegetarian, I'm not quite vegan, but I do enjoy the non-dairy frozen fun. So I'm all for more Oatly in uh, in the ballparks.
0: So you're saying that Oatly has the monopoly on vegan <laughs> ice cream, so. and you're 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 feeling positive, well about that.
1: It's, I'm just. It's, it's a start. noting.
0: It's a start. <laughs> is, is it? Is it? Is this a start to? Yeah, okay. Right. All right. Well, I'm gonna you know stick some people on you who are gonna smack right. that right back down on you. It'll all right. be fun. Well, does
1: it help that they're Swedish?
0: <laughs>
1: you know, I don't know.
0: <laughs> my favorite furniture and my favorite author are both Swedish, so maybe. <laughs> maybe it does
1: oh when we go to Syracuse we should check out to see actually we're going to be at two minor league ballparks this soon
0: when we're at Syracuse we're going for craft beer night so I don't know the craft beer and um, pretend ice cream so even it's like ice cream's in quotes when ice cream's in quotes it's not ice cream (laughs) it's not ice cream (laughs) cream. it is a dairy-free dessert so don't 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 air quote me okay hey we'll
1: we'll try to uh pair it
0: Hey, remember the Home Run Derby? It was just a few days ago, really. Yeah. So just That's exciting. Funny. Just, you know, our predictions are usually terrible, but we both had Vladdy winning. I had him winning in my Derby of the Head, not of my heart, right? And you had Vladdy winning, right? Yep, 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 yep. yep. So important thing there, besides we were sort of right, which is kind of, you know, <laughs> shocking, is Vladdy's dad, senior, yeah. won the Home Run Derby in 2007, making them the only father and son winners of the Home Run Derby. Um, I was kind of hoping the the... The Derby of my heart had J. Rod winning, but you yeah. know, because the home run thing, but he did in fact light up the crowd by hitting forty-one homers in the first round, which broke Vladdy's record for a single round. So he had his moment, which was pretty cool. I, of course, am gonna focus on Adley because <laughs> you know, I have yeah. you know, you know, he's my he's my current once and forever boyfriend. But it's not just Adley, it's Adley and his sister Josie winning everyone over so first you know he let off the home run derby hit 20 from the left and then turned around and hit seven from the right which so this whole switch hitting thing set everybody off there and so he's like everybody's favorite right now like at the beginning his dad pitched to him and if you remember last week I was like the thing that's going to screw Adley over he's going to have some sentimental pitcher I was wrong he did have a sentimental pitcher but his dad was right on and he said Adley said we had a great moment out there ever since I've grown up he's tossed me batting practice so he's done this forever so it's mm-hmm. one of those great father son moments it's going to be a memory of a lifetime and that's pretty cool so he did great I think if he had not gone first he might have had a shot you know it's always, actually
1: yeah can I comment on that because I, he did great at pitching so uh-huh. all the, all his pitches were hittable. Uh-huh. He wasn't pitching fast enough. And if you look at the video, uh, Adley's right. dad, every time Adley knocked it out of the park, he turned around to watch uh, it. Oh, see? And if see? you look at the there other pitchers, like the managers, they just, they weren't watching they just it go. Kept going. They were just going. Yep. So it was the rhythm. He was right on it. Like, he's yeah. a great, great BP thrower, but yeah. I, he didn't I, have the speed.
0: Uh, yeah, I think they were just having the moment, and yeah, for uh-huh. sure so that that bit him in the butt. Oh, it's but I think, yeah, it's beautiful. I would rather that he won, but that's yeah. okay. He'll win next time, maybe. So what happened though? Apparently, I didn't know because I was, I was announcing a Thunderbolts game and couldn't <laughs> yeah. actually watch. So I've gone back since to watch the video, and it is true that the camera while he's doing while he's batting kept going to his sister Josie and his mom in the stands, and Josie is a looker. She's mm-hmm. uh, was referred to as a smoke show on one of the tweets that I saw. And, you know, urban legend said her Instagram followers increased by a thousand in like 30 seconds. But it is true. Mm. They kept focusing on Josie. Josie is kind of hilarious. She's always been like a pal to Adley. And they've done a lot of stuff together on social media. So that's all good, too. But I, I was just kind of amused by that. But also, um, Josie and their mom w- escorted Adley down the red carpet. Which really classed up the joint because if you saw him, he wore this quite questionable suit. Um, <laughs> so, a couple of things that I read, it, it looked a little bit like maybe it was like a brocade bedspread sort of thing. And one of the people I saw write about said, He's trying to have swag. Does that mean he has swag? Not necessarily. And then someone else said, Do I like this pattern? Not really. But do I respect the hell out of a young star stepping out of his comfort zone and wearing something like this to his first ASG red carpet? 100%. So thank God he had his mom and sister with him to kind of calm that down and class up the joint. But I was, I was amused by that whole
1: situation. There was so much fun to look at at that red carpet. I don't even know where to like, you can't sum it all up. So I don't know. My favorite was uh, Baby Pina, right? Lord guriel He had like a snazzy suit and his kids had matching ones and it's just so fucking adorable. Yep. Yep. All right. Speaking of adorable. Well, oh. in, in a good way. Hey, oh, if we're
0: talking adorable and you have a drink in your hand, remember that's the drinking game. If potty mouth is adorable in a sports context, we, everybody drinks. I mean, mm. we drink anyway, but still.
1: So, maybe adorable isn't the best uh, segue here. Badass, a little bit better. Baseball there we go. for all nationals depending on what source you you look at. And the official write-up was not available as of the time of recording, uh, per my research abilities. But somewhere between 500 and 600 girls participated this past weekend in Baseball for All Nationals and just rocked it, which is just, it's increasing every year. Um, A big thing that happened this year is that New Era made their cap. So the Baseball for All Nationals cap is the same company that's doing, you know, Uh, that all-star game cap which and it probably looks a lot better (laughs) so it also you know the key of baseball for all is to to grow the game right to grow it from the from the youth and 10 and under all the way up we're playing we're playing baseball all girls and the at the same time that baseball for all nationals was happening and this happened last year too the u.s. women's national team was having their sort of uh you know Invitational and then picking, go, going down to the team. And they had a little clip of the young women there giving shout outs to the ones who had been in baseball for all pre- previously, giving shout outs to the younger ones, encouraging them to keep going, which is how hopefully very soon the US women's national team will be a force in the International Women's World Cup. So the 20 women, women roster was just announced. Um, out of those 20 women, only five of them are new. So it's tough getting on the team. There's a lot of players who've been coming back who are, you know, used to playing together, who are high achievers. And it's a lot of the women that we've talked about who are playing, you know, baseball in college, like Olivia Pachardo And um, uh, let's see, I didn't write down other names. Uh, Anna Kimbrell who's there for her 11th time, which is tying the record who, which is held by Malaika Underwood, who is actually coming back as a coach this year. Veronica Alvarez has been the main coach since 2019, and Underwood is assistant coach, along with Alex Oglesby, who's another former player. So it's really cool to see the development that's happening, right? So be, from baseball to all, to the women's national team, and the women's national team, to coaching the team, because Alvarez also played on the team. So that's really cool. I don't know, it just gives me hope for the future. So before the team goes to play in the actual World Cup tournament, on August 3rd and 4th, there are going to be some exhibition games that you can actually go and watch. And they're going to be in stadiums that are are chosen in a very purposeful way. And I remember saying this before. So this must have happened last year. I really should have done better research. But on August 3rd, they're going to be playing in Rockford, Illinois, which we all know is the home of the famous Rockford Peaches from the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League. And on August 4th, they're going to go all the way to Wisconsin to play in the home of the Kenosha Comments. Um, they're playing another game in Minnesota on August 6th, and I'm not sure if it's actually an AAGP. I, I, I always mess up the initials. All-American Girls Professional Baseball League team or not. But by August 8th, they have to make their way up to Thunder Bay, Ontario, which is where the Group A um, competition of the World Cup is going to be. And it's Australia, Korea, I'm guessing that means South, Canada, Mexico, and Hong Kong, China. Which um, I was interested that it's, depending on where you look, it's labeled as either Hong Kong, China, or just Hong Kong, or just China. I remember when China and Hong Kong unified because it's when Tacoma Park also unified, both because it used to be split into two counties, and now it it became one. I think it was 99 in the same year. Yeah, (laughs) Total parallel. It's exactly the same. Um, thing. So that's important because that's that's half of the teams that are that are eligible for going to the the final round of the World Cup. The other half, Group B, is going to be playing in September in Japan, uh, with uh, Taiwan, France, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, and Cuba. So out of each of those groups, the top two finishers plus two wildcard teams go to the finals. And if, when we get to that point, I'll explain the wildcard rules because they're a little confusing. So it's not worth going into right now. Um, for, For a little bit of history, Japan has won the last six World Cups straight. Not only that, they're on a 30-game winning streak since 2010, which means Japan has not lost a women's World Cup game since 2010. That is a crazy record to be beat. The United States won the first two World Cups in 04 and 06, and then placed third in 08 and 2010, second in 2012 and 14. 7th in 2016, and 4th in 2018. The only teams who have played in all eight Women's World Cups are the United States, Japan, Australia, Canada, and Taiwan. Um, In 2018, Taiwan came in second and Canada came in third. And this reminds me of something that Junior Pottymouth said after the Sabre conference, which was that Mabel Blair was on a tirade, and for for folks who don't recognize the name, a former player from the All-American Professional Girls Baseball League, um, saying that, that the United States needs to win this. Like, there's no excuse. So hopefully, with all this development that's happening with Baseball for All and tying into the women's national team, that they will do better this year well actually next year so after these two group stages happen this year the actual finals are going to go on in 2024 and that's the first time that this has happened i'm not quite sure why but uh and i'm also not quite sure how to actually watch the games but if you go to wbsc.org it'll have more information when the time comes about how to uh how to tune in all right chris i i love this like corrections department in real real time chris just told us that both reunifications were in 1997. So I super appreciate you checking, not only on Hong Kong and China, but on our own Tacoma Park, which is equally important really politically and geopolitically.
0: Yes, absolutely. The whole world, is, <laughs> eyes are on us here in Tacoma Park for sure. Hey, the eyes were on the draft earlier this week as well. And, you know, all for it because history was made. It was the first time ever that the first two draft picks came from the same school, which would be LSU. They, they're they kind of, you know, important to baseball just generally. And sure enough, there we go. So the Pirates had the first pick. They picked LSU's ace, Paul Skains, who is the outstanding player at the College World Series. And I <laughs> want to say that because then I get to say Adley Rutschman again because – Adley Rutschman and Dansby Swanson were also the outstanding players at their College World Series, and then they were also number one draft picks. And our very own Nationals picked up um, LSU outfielder Dylan Cruz, who was a winner of the Golden Spikes. Guess who else won the (laughs) Golden Spikes? Adley Rutschman. And that is the award for the best amateur player in the country. So that's my report on the draft, just the top two. So many so many players were drafted your your team's probably got some people that you want to learn more about but you can do that on your own time because you know we've only got an hour
1: yeah and and huge shout out to our friend brian who's here in the peanut gallery who gives us like all things lsu and is probably grinning while he's running uh listening to this the other thing i just want to claim densby swanson or swansby Danson for i did pick him previously as a baseball boyfriend for sure fun stuff happening around the world with baseball international games have clearly been a success um people are into it and next year mlb is going to be playing four games in other countries starting with spring training march 9th and 10th the red sox and the rays are going to be playing in the dominican republic did i already look at airfares yes i did is it something doable? Did I already check the school calendar? Yes, I did. Do I have any days off around there? No, I don't. But maybe <clears throat> I might be feeling ill. A little something coming on, A little something I don't coming know. on you. Yeah. You know, it's something to look into. The other thing that would be much more responsible, our spring break next year for the first time in forever actually fall, falls during spring training. So going to Florida for some of that week would probably be the more um, economical and more baseball for the buck situation, although, you know, going to the DR, I mean, I guess going to the DR to see DR baseball would be a thing, like do that some winter. All right. So I hope the Red Sox and the Rays have a lot of fun, and I hope that the, the, the country enjoys the uh, the attention from that. And, and I hope that they get some something out of it, you know, like some improvements to, to stadiums or something like that. Padres and the Dodgers are opening their season in Seoul, Korea, March 21st and 20, 20th and 21st. So, yay. Cool to be expanding and to be giving MLB presence in, in South Korea. There, there's a lot of um, consequences for that, though. That's a long way to travel. That's a lot of time difference. Um, it means that they cut spring training short, right? So it's they do have enough time to come back and recuperate. So it's, it's definitely strategic there that it's not that close to the beginning of the season or it's not after the actual, you know, regular opening day. Yet, you gotta wonder how that's going to um, fall out on them. I don't know. Do you think it's a good idea?
0: I think it's a good grow the game idea in an interesting way. I mean, as you know, baseball is huge in Korea, but you don't always see the connection between the KBO and Major League Baseball. So my current San Diego boyfriend, Hasan Kim, born in South Korea, he played for the KBO for seven years. And he says, I know it's going to be their first Major League Baseball game, so I'm happy for everybody. They're super passionate about baseball. They know how to watch baseball, too. They're serious about it. They love the sport. So we have talked, Mm -hmm. I think, previously about these international – you know the MLB traveling to somewhere else to grow the game and it's like oh well sometimes you're traveling to places where the game is already grown part right. of that part of that is because they have the infrastructure in place to support Major League Baseball. They have the stadiums that can really house that. Yeah. Um, like Potty Mouth said, maybe some of these games can help if they have enough advanced warning and maybe MLB kicks something in. Maybe they can build up those facilities. That would also be good. But I do like seeing that connection. I mean, it's going to be really cool for Hassan Kim to go home and right. say, hey, this was my next step because the KBO is a big deal. But it's not as big a deal as Major League Baseball financially, um, media-wise. I mean, there's a lot more eyes on you worldwide. So I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I would like to see them do more of, like, going to the DR. Places where maybe, maybe baseball's a big deal, but they may not have the facilities. And, and to help that, it's kind of like you know the mm-hmm. World Baseball Classic Store. Like, you're talking about the travel effects and the time differences where a, a lot of teams who came to Florida pretty quickly because they won their you know they won their brackets they we're like hey you know we're still you know we're we're still jet lagged and now we're playing but right. you know then again japan won so what are you going to do
1: yeah exactly (laughs) yeah they managed to to make it work you know while we're we're talking about the KBO I'm just gonna insert a little bit here um, our friend Eric Fetty for Nats fans just want to give a little bit of an update I think we all wanted the best for Eric Fetty when he was pitching for the Nats and things just did not work out for him there he was a first round Nats pick I didn't realize that until I was looking into this he was with the Nats for six seasons one of which was just a little bit so really five full seasons plus a bit his overall ERA was 5.41. Uh, his lowest year was 2020 when he had a 4.29 ERA. So he is often playing in the KBO now, and he is a fucking superstar there. I'm super happy because the team he's playing for is my NC Dinos that I picked because dinosaurs, right, <laughs> right, like how, right. Like this is this is that strategy that goes into my. Picks how could of you not pick
0: dinosaurs, right? Unless they're tigers, right? They're T-
1: adorable. I'm thirsty. So- So it's
0: like, you know, tigers first, then dinosaurs, and how you pick. If there's a tiger, you're going to pick the tiger. Lion. The lions. Lions. See, you got me already.
1: Lions, dinosaurs, and something. Oh, my. Oh, my. All right. Yeah, I need, what's the something? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So since he's been with the dinos, just this year, he's on a one-year, million-dollar contract. His ERA is 1.71. So the key is, I mean, he's low enough, and they're at their all-star break, too. um, And he was on the all-star team. The last full year where there was a pitcher with a sub-2 ERA was Hyunjin Ryu, uh, the The Toronto, is he still with Toronto? I've lost track. Toronto's pitcher, but he, he did it in 2010. He's not with Toronto because I have Toronto pitching and he's not in my pitching. I think he's on the IL for like the whole season. I need to, somebody. And uh, someone's uh, going to look that
0: up for us. Thank I was you, gonna say, corrections department.
1: <laughs> peanut Gallery, can somebody get on Ryu, please? Uh, <laughs> this, this is really, really um, convenient. Uh, So if Fetty could set an all-time record, always on the I.L. is what Brian says. Thank you, Brian. Uh, But Fetty could set an all-time record for the KBO, but he actually already has. So he, well, not set, but at at this point he has tied the KBO record for beating all of the other nine teams in the fewest amount of games. So he has pitched 15 games at this point. His record is 12 and two. And so he beat, Everybody in that time, uh, and shit, I forgot to write down who he tied, but that's pretty impressive. And he's he's been pitching at least five innings a game. And that could not be said of his time at the Nationals. That's for fucking sure. Uh, oh, Anna comes in here with some useful information. Ryu is on the IL, but had a good rehab start today. Thank you very much. I've got to keep um I've got I mean, to like, no, that. no
0: offense, Brian. I felt that little slams. Well, Anna's helpful, <laughs> but you
1: know. Oh no, Brian, we love you too. Of course we do. <laughs> Uh, oh, so he has also, like, this just blows me away, because, I mean, we saw Fetty struggle here with the Nats. Yep. He has 109 strikeouts with 23 walks on 89 and two-thirds innings. He was out for 10 days with forearm soreness, and I saw a little interview with him where he was super appreciative of the dinos for giving him that time. I mean, they sort of he sort of said, my arm's bugging me a little bit, and they were like, all right, take the time you want. He got to take the time off he felt much better and he came right back in so i think he's enjoying his time over there in korea and uh, we'll see if he gets in more record books by the end of the season back to mob international games there's two more so houston and colorado are going to be playing in mexico city despite the altitude issues that happened this last time around but you know for colorado i think colorado has a serious advantage here because they're more altitude adjusted than Houston for sure. That's going to be happening April 27th and 28th. And then the Mets and Phillies in London June 8th and 9th. So buy your plane tickets now while you or look for the deals or something like that.
0: Or something like that. Yeah. Or if you prefer to stay at home and then just swear at your bad luck, you can join <laughs> our fantasy team next <laughs> year where we're kind of we're, we're kind of in a rut um, because nothing changes a lot. So number one is Bono's Boyfriends. I can't remember who manages that team or oh, if gee. they're anywhere near us. Um, followed by I Can't Score Anymore, I Suck. Followed by and All That Jazz. Number four, save me, number four, Save Me Salvi. And number five, the Set It and Forget It kids who were a little smug. We saw them this weekend, and they were a little smug mm-hmm. about that. They just didn't want to comment. They're like, yeah, we're fine. We're good
1: yeah i I, can i give props to my kid so when and i already told you this but i just think it's worth repeating on air in case the kid listens so my kid you know for for years potty mount jr yeah, probably Math junior. We put the kid in Red Sox gear from birth. Basically, we have lots of great old pictures of the kid dressed up. We dragged the kid to games every year and it did not stick. And actually, your kid made the best impression when he uh, taught my kid how to keep score. And that like peaked a little bit for some reason in this past year, like the, the baseball interest has has increased and the kids like starting to pay attention. So we we're at the T-Bolts the other night. And a guy bunted, and the kid turns to me and said, "Why did the guy bunt? There's nobody on base. Don't you bunt to advance the runner?" And I was like, "Oh, and of course Mr. Pottymouth went to, well, sometimes you do it to throw him off if everybody's you know back's gone back into the outfield and and that would be a strategic move, but that was not the case, you know it was definitely And, and the guy was thrown out at it first, so the kid was right. If there had been a runner on base, maybe they would have advanced, but yay for." it was it was a big success
0: in in the the moving forward in love of baseball um i do want to point out um in the bottom half of the standings that potty mouth is just above (laughs) me nine (laughs) i'm 10 now granted there are 10 points between us so i think that's still a pretty safe Mm. pretty safe you know thing there and um but yeah the mighty have fallen just a little bit but we're okay we don't mind being down there it's okay that's good. Right.
1: we just hope that everybody's having fun and, and shout, out, shout out to Anna Short Kings, who are on the IL. I noticed that a little bit of a, of a Number seven. change in there. Yeah.
0: Hot on the heels of, of, actually, of Mr. Potty Mouth within, mm-hmm. like, two points. That's actually, that's doable. That's doable. Anna, you can get right back there. Yeah,
1: take, take him down, Anna. Because <laughs> he's not
0: providing tech support right now.
1: Right, right. No tech support. Oh, my gosh. Actually, so he-, he did help in the beginning, but that's all right.
0: We are having a, <laughs> a great time celebrating our 300th episode, and we would love you to help us celebrate. So um, Patty Mouth, what can people do to help us celebrate 300?
1: So there's lots of stuff that you can do. Number, number one, actually, the most important thing is to donate to Proud to Be in Baseball, and there's gonna be links in our show notes that'll help you how to do that if you're not familiar with the Googling thing. But if you donate to P- Proud to Be in Baseball, and send us via any way that I'm about to mention uh, a little photo of proof that you did it. You are going to be entered in our drawing for a fun prize package that Patty is going to put together. And, and actually, I, I'll, I'll throw some stuff in. And we'll throw that together and send it to you and maybe, you know, a little special note from us of appreciation.
0: So a couple notes on that. By throw together, potty mouth means carefully curate. Yes. <laughs> You. <laughs> carefully curated prize pack right and um, the link is very easy it's proud to be donate yeah and, and
1: can- I'm super happy that several people have done that so yay yay for those of you who are donating to proud to be in baseball
0: so yes yeah, so one more week to get it in
1: yep and if you want to know where to send that picture you can send it to us via Twitter. Is turning into a hellhole though. I'm like, I'm getting really, really sketchy about the Twitter thing. I just saw the article today about like them increasing the right-wing people being able you know to what, pay for stuff there.
0: You know, I'm guessing that a lot of people are getting their receipts via email, and you can just forward that email on to there us. There you go. Was there it go. is it ncibpodcast at gmail dot com?
1: Yeah, very yeah, good. it is. See, right. look
0: at that. That might be the easiest way to get that to us. Yeah, if
1: you if you do do Twitter, we're at NCIB Podcast. There, I mean, I'm still going to check our Twitter, even though it's a hellhole. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, however, are no crying in b ball. And check out our Patreon. So if you want to experience what Anna and Brian and Chris have done today and it's been super fun to have them around. We will probably do this again for our Patreon friends. You can join our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com, P A T R E O N dot com slash it is no crying and bee ball, right? Why do I always fuck that up? No crying and ball. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Um it'll it'll be right in the show notes. (laughs) Check the link in the show notes for sure.
0: Oh my gosh. Hey, so um do you have baseball things this week?
1: No, no, I'm taking a course this week. Today was most disappointing. And after I finish editing tonight, I have to do more homework. So there will be much whiskey involved.
0: So I was just going to ask that. So you're going to edit with whiskey and then do homework?
1: Yeah. I I love that about you so much. That's the Otter, uh, the Otter, the order. The order that things are going to be. It's an outer
0: order for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yes. for sure. Hey, so what I'm going to do when we log off tonight, um Grayson Rodriguez uh, got his call back up to oh. the Orioles, and he's pitching against the Dodgers tonight. <gasps> and it's either going to be fantastic because, boy, did he light up AAA, or it's going to be horrifying, but we'll know that in the first 15 minutes. So that's mm. my plan immediately for today. As I said, the Thunderbolts are summer a collegiate uh, team at the Wooden Bat League are trying to hang on to their playoff spot so that they may be in the playoffs next week if needed there's going to be a makeup game on friday which means i get to announce one more time this season but i'm kind of hoping they don't need it I because they're already in That's a conflict because Jackson Holiday, number one draft pick for the O's, got his, um, he's now playing already a double-A buoy. And he's moved up two levels already. The kid's 19, he's a superstar. And I really wanna go see him. And so I'm gonna try to talk to Potty Mouth about this because Friday night at the Bay Sox, they're having their alternate uniforms for some Maryland culinary delight yet to be named. We're assuming it's Old Bay. But Saturday (laughs) is the Hawaiian shirt night for the Bay Sox, I'm just saying. So I'm going to see what I can do about, you know, enticing potty mouth to come see some double A baseball and number one draft picks with me. Wow. Wow, right. wow. Okay, so Potty Mouth already went through how to find us on social media. Please feel free to use those links, not just to send us your receipts from your donations to Proud to Bean Baseball, but also the corrections department, although our um, our peanut gallery has been really helpful to correct along the way, and we do appreciate that. Um, and also just kind of check in, see how things are going, because we'd love to hear from you. And otherwise, you know, fight the man, because it's the right thing to do. Send your game balls to Meredith. And until next week, say goodnight, Potty Mouth.
1: Good night, potty mouth. Squadcast says I'm not focused. How the fuck does Squadcast know? Knows Squadcast me <laughs>
0: knows you. You're not focused. But that's just, you know.
1: That's me.